I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This episode may contain language and situations not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me. We're happy to be back in the studio to bring you the summer edition of Play Me Now. This is one of our special mini-episodes that we release in between our regular shows when there's something happening in the world that reminds us of a play we featured in the past. We have many hit shows by award-winning playwrights, and we want to take this moment to give you a taste of one of our favorites. What got our attention lately is that glorious time of year when the world seems to slow down and everything heats up. We're talking, of course, about summer. It's intoxicating, hot, and heartbreakingly short. And because there are only 92 days of this spectacular season, we wanted to highlight a play that encompasses all of the best elements of summer. Sensuality, great literature, and long, leisurely canoe rides. Bunny by Hannah Moscovich tells the story of Sorrel, a self-described hot dork raised by professor parents whose idea of fun was reading poetry aloud and eating carob for dessert. No one really noticed Sorrel until puberty hit and she blossomed into what was considered a babe at the ripe age of 17. All of a sudden, the boys were drooling over her and the girls hated her. Sorrel soon discovers the joys of sexuality and the accompanying pain of social rejection. Bunny begins with Sorrel as a grown married woman sitting in a canoe with Angel, the much younger boyfriend of her friend's daughter. She wrestles with whether to give in to her desire or tough it out and stick to what society expects of her. Sorrel is with Angel in the canoe. It's one of those red canoes that Canadians with summer properties own. A lot of families have photographs of smiling kids swaddled in life jackets sitting in this canoe. Quiet out here. Sorrel can barely see Maggie now with her stretched skin and stuffed bra and Lola in her summer dress sitting on the shore. Mom? This what they mean by a low sky? Clouds that are low? Water's green. Sorrel should tell Angel to turn back. You've a lot of green in you. It's your veins, I think. Under your skin. Bunny! You look. Let's go back. Yeah, we could walk around that island. Let's get out on that island. We'll get cut up. By what? Brambles. Nah, I've been out on it before. There's a slope with some grass on one side. We could lie down. Look up at the sky through the trees let's, and the let's underbrush. Go back. It's getting late. We've been out here an hour. 
I don't think you've been sitting out here with me for an hour without thinking, thinking that. Angel, come on, let's go back now. I'm not, I'm not. It's not I'm funny. Being, I, I know, I know how bad it is. I've thought about it. And she, she likes me and she's young and her You're mother's. Young. I'm young. Yeah, I'm young, but she's younger. I know it probably doesn't matter, but I haven't said anything to her. I haven't done anything with her. There's, there's no, there's nothing. We're, no. We're going to stay out here until we, at least, this will sound young, too, and stupid, but I'm getting drunk. I'm getting loaded to not think about you. I want to so badly. Oh, Sorrel. Don't you want to be good? Don't you want to be normal? Don't you want to be good and normal? Hannah Moscovich's character of Sorrel spends much of the play trying to be normal while navigating her strong sexual appetite. She has grown up feeling like an outsider and discovers that her sexuality helps her both fit in and be an outcast all at the same time. In the time-honored way of lonely girls, books were Sorrel's friends. She floated through high school, head down, eyes misted over, lost in the long romantic sentences on the moor, or in an attic, or at a ball with the heroine of a Victorian novel. No one, no one except her teachers, noticed her much. That is, until she turned 17. And... Late puberty produced a supermodel physique just as her cheekbones sharpened and all her facial features came into focus. The boys at her small Ontario high school were suddenly horny for her and very confused. She was a hot dork. And because she was the object of so much male attention all at once, and there was a glut, she became an even bigger anomaly. A dorky slut. In one school year, she kissed 19 boys and won all the science awards. She quickly got a reputation for blowing anyone. It wasn't true. She kissed anyone and blew some people. Sorrel should admit to you that she liked the feeling of boys, in particular the warm saliva and the fumbling and the way they gripped her when she kissed them. She sometimes forgot herself completely, and once she even took her own shirt off. The boy backed up, apprehensive, and said with a stammer that he, he wasn't ready and didn't know how. For the young men of Sorrel's high school career, the whiff of fuckability trumped any and all weirdness and smartness. The girls, on the other hand. At Sorrel's high school, the popular girls were sporty and innocent, enthusiastic about track and field, and regressed on the topic of sex. The unspoken rule, a rule Sorrel didn't know because she had no friends, was that any and all female sexual activity had to be justified through drunkenness or love. 
Sorrel, who didn't run around the track in plastic shorts and who made out with boys while sober and without obsessing over them afterwards, seemed to the girls like a depraved freak. We had an opportunity to interview Hannah Moscovich when we recorded her play, What a Young Wife Ought to Know. We asked her how much of a conscious choice it was to write plays that feature the rich inner lives of women with room for taboos. In a way, there's such a simple answer, which is like, for millennia, men have told their stories because it's what came easiest to them, right? So like, we have an entire canon of stories about men and for men um, in which women, you know, come on just to like be the love interest or be the mom, probably because everything was written by men. And so in a weird way, yeah, like it's 100% in the same vein. It's what comes naturally. I am a woman. And since I have now you know, in the modern era, been authorized to tell stories, then I'm going to tell stories from my perspective, just like men told the stories from their perspective for a bajillion, bajillion all of recorded time. I think the other thing, though, is women's stories are original. And originality is one of those components of storytelling that shouldn't be underestimated. Like, the audience likes to be surprised, you know? It's up there with spectacle. Like, people like a circus in the same way that they like something that they've never heard before. Originality gets our attention, and it's one of those sort of ways in which to hold the audience's attention to your work, like suspense or like pornography. Like, it really is. It's just one of those, you know, one of those rubrics. We recommend you add Bunny to your summer listening list. You can hear all three episodes of the play by checking out season one in our feed. And if you haven't already subscribed to Play Me, please do so. There you will find lots of binge-worthy plays by award-winning playwrights. We'd love to hear what you think of our show or the plays that you'd like to hear in our upcoming season. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It really helps us get the word out about our podcast. We want to bring more theatre to even more listeners. Enjoy these fleeting days of summer. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The Senior Director of Audio Innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is produced by Expect Theatre in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information on our plays and artists, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.